Hey everybody, it is November 26, 2018, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This is from persecution.org, International Christian Concern. International Christian Concern has learned that an American missionary named John Allen Chow, age 27, was reportedly killed by unidentified individuals from the Sentinelese community on North Sentinel Island, located in India's Andaman and Nicobar Islands. This murder comes at a time when Indian Christians report ever-escalating levels of persecution across the country. According to local sources, Chow had traveled to North Sentinel Island with the help of local fishermen in an attempt to interact with members of the Sentinelese tribe. Chow reportedly hired a fishing dinghy from the Chidiatapu area, I probably butchered that name, sorry, and traveled to North Sentinel Island on November 16th. Chow had reportedly visited the Andaman and Nicobar Islands on five previous occasions and had expressed a strong desire to meet with the Sentinelese tribes to preach Christianity. Sources claim that Chow was killed by hostile members of the Sentinelese tribe after arriving on the North Sentinel Island. An Andaman Shika reported that his body was spotted by local fishermen. Police officials have confirmed today that a case of murder has been registered against unknown members of the Sentinelese tribe after getting relevant information of a murder case has been after getting relevant information a murder case has been re- registered a senior official told Andaman Shika. India has a history of attacks on foreign Christian missionaries in January 1999 Graham Staines an Australian missionary was burned alive along with his two sons Philip age 10 and Timothy age 6. A mob of Vajrang Dal, a fundamentalist, attacked the missionary and his children while they were sleeping in their station wagon in Manohar, Manoharpur village, located in the Kenjuhar district of India's Odisha state. Across India, reports of persecution continued to escalate in both number and severity. Much of this escalation in persecution followed the rise of the current BJP-led government in May of 2014, using religious divisive rhetoric for political gain. BJP officials incite Hindu radicals to take action against religious minorities. In 2014, the year the BJP-led government's led government took power, the Evangelical Fellowship of India documented 147 incidents of Christian persecution. In 2017, after three years of the current government, EFI documented 351 incidents of Christian persecution. This is an interesting story, and and I honestly don't think that international Christian concern gives everything. So I want to break this down a little bit and talk a little bit more, and I may actually carry on this topic in the episode 76 of the Evangelical Norm. So you might want to uh, tune into that. But um, John Allen Chow is... believe he's a graduate from Oral Roberts University and he this tribe is an un they they haven't been influenced by outside of their tribe so they're essentially an un uncommunicated I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of so um an untouched tribe tribal people um and so there's a lot of talk in the Christian community about whether or not John Allen Chow should have even been there. Um, I'm not going to talk about that here, but these this this tribe has been known to be very hostile. Apparently, on one of his form for uh, one of his former visits to this area, he was shot with an arrow, which 
Pierce's Bible um, and didn't get to him, but it hit dead center in his Bible from what I've, I've read. Um, so he knew the risk that he was taking, but yet still willing to go in and take the risk to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with these people. It's that important. And so I'm going to get more into that. But again, this is... Some people aren't going to look at this as Christian persecution, but it is. Um, This was a missionary, went there to preach Jesus, and was killed by these people. So we want to continue to pray for him. Um, And I'll probably get to the rest of the story a little bit here on the Evangelical Norm episode. So we're moving on to our world watch list. We are down to number five, which is Pakistan. A few facts. Region is Asia. Persecution type, Islamic oppression. Persecution level is extreme. Population is 196 million people in Pakistan. About 3 million of those are Christians. Um, Main religion is Islam. The government is a federal parliamentary republic. And the leader is Prime Minister Shahid Kagan Abbasi. Uh, where the persecution comes from. Much of the Christian persecution in Pakistan comes from ra- radical Islamic groups that flourish and expand under the favor of political parties, the army and the government. Both the army and the government make a distinction between the good and bad Taliban. For the time being, those radical Islamic groups run thousands of madrasas, Islamic education centers, where youth are taught and encouraged to persecute religious minorities like Christians, while this puts converts to Christianity at risk as well. The main source of danger for them are all their own for them are their own families, since conversion from Islam is seen as cause for shame. How Christians are suffering, while long standing historic churches of relative freedom in worship and religious activities, they are heavily monitored and regularly targeted for bomb attacks. Churches that are engaged in outreach and youth work face the worst of the persecution. Although all Christians suffer from institutionalized discrimination, excuse me, occupations seen as dirty and shameful are reserved for Christians, and many believers are victims of bonded labor. Pakistan's notorious blasphemy laws target religious minorities, but affect Christians the most, especially those who seek to evangelize. Discussion of the Christian faith is also known to attract attention from radical Muslims, making it dangerous to engage in faith-related conversation. Examples. Converts who gather for worship or other activities do so at great risks. They are also followed and monitored. Anyone who meets with these converts is investigated as well. In small townships and villages, Christian parents are forced to send their children to the local madrasa for Islamic education, where children are pressured to convert to Islam at an early age. Each year, an estimated 700 girls and women are abducted in Pakistan. Some have been abducted, sexually abused, forced to marry Muslims, and made to convert to Islam. Christians continue to be killed for accusations of blasphemy as well as for their low status in society. In June 2017, a savage sewage worker, a Christian sewage worker, yeah, a Christian sewage worker died in a hospital because three Muslim doctors refused to touch him, thereby making themselves unclean during their Ramadan fast. Ways that we can pray for Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan is an Islamic republic, and the country suffers at the hands of numerous radical Islamic groups. Please pray for the Pakistani government to pass laws that will protect Christians. 
pray for Pakistani converts from is from Muslim backgrounds who will suffer the brunt of the persecution in Pakistan. Radical Islamic groups see them as apostates, and their families, friends, and neighbors see their conversion as shameful to the community. Pray for safety and protection for the Christian women and girls in Pakistan who must live under threat of abduction, rape, and forced marriage. Let's pray. Father, uh, thank you for your word. Thank you for your gospel. Thank you for the fact that you died to pay the penalty for our sin and that that is uh, sufficient enough to make men like John Allen Chow go and want to preach the gospel to the, to the world, to fulfill your great commission where you told us to go and make disciples of all nations, including the Sentinelese nation that is here, this tribe that he went to visit. Lord, I pray for, um, for his family. I pray for his friends and those around him. God, I pray for the Sentinelese people that your Holy Spirit would move among them, that there would be a conviction for sin, for the murder of this man, that, that those who, who were party of that uh, would repent, put their trust in you, Lord, that they would hear your word, um, whether they've heard it or not, that they would, whether they find his Bible or whatever it is that they do, Lord, however you reach them, reach them. We pray for that. And God, we pray for uh, our brothers and sisters in Pakistan. We pray for um, a change of heart in the Pakistani government, um, that the, the Muslims and others who are in that government would actually pass laws that would protect Christians. We pray that you, you turn the hearts of those people towards you, God. Um, we pray for those who convert from Islam. We pray that you protect them from their families and their communities. Um, embolden them. Strengthen their faith, Lord. Use them as, as beacons to draw others to yourself. And Father, we pray for the young women and uh, girls in Pakistan who are under threat of being abducted, raped, or forced to marry. We pray that you protect them, Lord. We pray that you would move through this area and that your Holy Spirit would, would turn the hearts of those who would do those things to you and that they would repent and put their trust in you, God. And again, we thank you for your gospel. We thank you that you died to pay the penalty for our sin. And it's that gospel, not any other gospel, not any prosperity or health and wealth or anything that is causing people to be willing to withstand persecution for your name, Lord. We pray that you strengthen those around the world who are doing that right now and that, that those who, who don't endure any kind of persecution like this, God, that you would, that you would uh, use us to, to pray for these people and, um, and that you would be glorified in it. And it's for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. So thanks for hanging out, guys. Uh, again, share the, the YouTube uh YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe, invite your friends. If you're on, looking at this on Facebook in the Persecuted Church Awareness Month, uh, you know, share that. Invite people to join if they're willing to to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. We will continue on at least once a month after this to have some kind of an update on on the Persecution Church around the world. So stay tuned for that. We're not going to be just a once a one month a year thing anymore. We I will continue on with that. So uh, I'd be happy to have you and invite your friends and more to join in that. Um, 
and you know check out the YouTube channel and you can see my other podcasts as well. So thanks guys again and as always preach the gospel at all times. Use words, they're necessary. Until tomorrow, soli deo gloria.